0: Welcome back to Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy Iscari. Behind the camera is Bams, aka Chris. And today we have Jamal and Na as our guests. I get that go. right.
1: There you go. You did well. You so did I well. You that did well. I know. Fifth time's the charm. <laughs>
0: <It is. laughs> Fifth time's the charm. I asked you a couple times, but uh you don't have the usual last name. Yeah, actually. yeah. Yes, actually, that's cool though. Yeah, it stands out. We we're giving the backstory a little early. Just like you, you stand out. Um, so. It's funny, I like this show because I get to know people better than, uh, you know, I've known you for a while, but I get to know facts about you that I didn't know. Uh. And one of the things you said before we even turned the cameras on was that you were on a radio show in college. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what was this about? Like, I had no idea you did we radio.
1: We went to a radio, well... I went to Purdue University, and we had.
0: Uh, You're a proud Purdue alumni too. Proud Purdue alumni. And we don't had a shut up about it. <laughs> hey <laughs> boiler, hey way. <laughs> boiler up,
1: boiler up, boiler up. Big Ten. So we um we had a radio show, and we had it in a, in a dorm room in a basement. We did it every Sunday. Uh, kind of had a call in basis. The topics ranged all over. Right. We had the little Valentine's Day segment that went on. The intimate. How's your partner doing? New music. That was a big thing we were doing. This was the age of hip hop. If you remember, it was the mixtape
0: era. With so well, all of, all of, all of, you're I should like you a really old the mixtape era. Well, the mixtape, the college
1: mixtape era, which was I would say began ten years ago. What? The
0: college mixtape era, yeah. So you had artists like Drake with "So Far Gone" coming out. I'm sorry, I have to disagree with you. I think the mixtape era was like you know who, in my mind, and maybe I'm even not correct, but I think like Clue, Clue was a mixtape era. Yeah,
1: but where did Clue promote his music?
0: I mean, in clubs, through the streets, clubs, Club, yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: College was the basis for a lot of these artists in this genre. So you had Wiz Khalifa with the Cushion Orange Juice, yeah, yeah. Mac Miller with kids, okay. Wiz Khalifa, well, I said Wiz, Drake So Far Gone, J. Cole right. was coming out, Wale was coming mm-hmm. out. A lot of those artists went to colleges to do right. college tours. So,
0: yeah, I guess in that case, because I think about those artists when they first came out, especially yeah. Wiz, and they were doing all college tours. Yeah, 100 So you were part of that scene? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's why I call it the college mixtape. Were you era. getting
0: recognition and uh, I guess sh- showcasing these artists? We did on a we show? did a
1: light little stint. So we did a thing with I think it was Def Jam, Def Jam Island, where we had Tiger come out once. We had uh, Asher Roth come out once, and it was short lived. I so mean,
0: what was your role with this this show? Pretty much promoter, just promoted. Promot a show, okay. promoting so, the show. Promoting the show. You would you come on air.
1: On air. Well, we did an interview. I still have my Asher Roth interview online. Team Blackout, Asher Roth. Okay. We would bring them in a day before, just take them out to games and stuff, basketball, whatever, right. in, in, in Indianapolis, go to a club, Hooters, whatever, take them out. Then the next day, they would perform.
0: Okay. Bams, he's not hitting the table too hard, is he? No. I'm waiting for him to get yelled at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, I know, like I said, you're a big college uh, Purdue fan. as your alma mater, that's your family. But prior to that you've got an interesting upbringing you you're, yeah. you're of Nigerian descent yeah. uh you were you born there
1: no no born so in north london
0: north london so yeah. you actually like many nigerians uh, came the route of london first before you came to the states right just closer <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. that's
1: the easiest way to do it it's closer and i think you know you know from a uh, a visa standpoint it's easier yeah. to get into europe it's easier to get into canada
0: before Is it you part of commonwealth Not too sure. Well, yeah, yeah, for England, yeah. But I know England is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess Nigeria was originally colonized by. Yeah,
1: independence was 1960, I
2: believe. Technically, be Canada too because isn't yeah the the, the queen Queen is is the queen is everywhere and Australia for that matter.
0: Yeah,
1: the queen's everywhere. She's every hotel you go in in Canada, you'll see the queen, Queen Elizabeth. Oh yeah. I believe the the money too. I, I don't know if it's still like in that. In
0: Canada, yeah, she's yeah, still on she's a few on of the, the bills. Money, right? Yeah, her face is still on the bills.
1: Yeah, yeah. on still Canadian dollars.
0: Now it's going on a different tangent, but have you ever seen Australian money? No. It's like plastic. You can't rip it. I think they made it because people were going into the water. Actually, this is this is what I heard from an Australian guy who was probably full of shit. <laughs> 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 but uh and he was drunk. But I love that guy. Shout out to Jason Papadopoulos in uh, the Gold Coast. Um Sounds he showed me I'll show you money and said, Yeah, Aussies yeah. go in the water too much they forgot the money in, in their in their bathing suits and they get destroyed. This is to prevent that from happening. It's like plastic money.
1: Jeez. I hate the new British money by the way. I just wanna throw it out there. Why? It's it's slippery. It's you it's smaller by let's just say it's seventy percent of an American dollar. Really? And it's extremely slippery. Like don't even bother putting it in your wallet. It's, it's gone.
0: I think it's interesting, different currencies like I know United States, every bill is the same size, right? Yeah. You go to Europe, though, like in different countries, the different uh, amounts of money are different size bills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got their act together, though, this whole euro thing. Yeah. It's it's from a currency standpoint. Don't put me into politics, Brexit, Mm. whatever. I don't want any part of that. I don't know
0: anything. Well, how long were you? You were born in London. How long were you there?
1: Born in London, moved to America 2001. So about 10 years. So what
0: was it like growing up in London?
1: It was different, man. I mean, when you grow up in a city, I should say, you have this different level of independence, right? It's different from the suburban vibe where you have this school bus that just takes you home every day.
0: Are you saying that because you grew up in the suburbs? The I, when I
1: was in America, I was in the suburbs for high school. Okay. So I got a Understood. feel of both sides. Yeah. So I'm
0: not just speaking out of my ass here.
1: Okay. Uh, when I was in London, it's was just the independence. You're riding public transportation to get home, for example. There's no
0: school bus that pretty well, much. Picks I mean, that's that's city life in the states. That's, too. that's city yeah. life
1: in the states. Yeah. So from a British standpoint, when I say that you have more freedom. So if you have, say, a single mom, you already know the bus routes. You know how to get here. You know how to go there. Right. If you're looking, if you're not looking to get in trouble, it's easy to find trouble.
0: Compared to you are you getting you're in trouble like under ten years old? A lot of trouble. What kind of trouble, trouble can you get into a lot when trouble. you're uh, under ten? Man, I got mugged three times. But that's not you got mugged. I got that's not you starting trouble. Yeah, that's you
2: getting caught um, up that's in still, trouble. It's
1: still getting caught up in trouble. You know, I got I got lit on fire once.
0: <laughs> Wait, <laughs>
1: like,
2: what?
0: A lot of shit, man.
2: How do you get lit on fire? How old are you when
0: that yeah. happened?
1: That happened when I was nine.
0: What happened? I mean, was, I'm laughing. I'm sorry if you're yeah. serious. So what what did you I'm, get I'm injured? I'm dead
1: serious. There was a six month span where I got mugged twice and lit on fire. And that's when it was like, all right, he's got to go. Back. What
0: were you doing that caused this bad attraction areas, of energy?
1: Bad areas. You want to know, like, these areas, like the council flats.
0: But what were, you, oh, so what were you doing in these areas? Literally walking. You were walking through them? Yeah. You were required to walk through those areas? Yeah, I would them go back. And,
1: I had a grandma that lived in a bad area. Then I had an uncle that lived close. OK. So I would just 10-minute walk, walk back and forth.
0: And who was doing this to you? Neighborhood kids. Really? Yeah. That's serious. Neighborhood, just What was their background?
1: Some of them are in gangs based off of um, race, races like you could see like a, a German gang or a Russian really? gang, things like that. Yeah, all the Jamaicans stick together, all the Africans yeah. stick together. So it's more like that. And there, there's no like, you know, in America the Crips and Bloods, it's th- those type of things. It was more of just. And them. I guess
0: you were probably too young to fall into any category. But you I was young, you, but I was big. I was so say that. So that, that was the issue. So you're you're a big dude. Mm-hmm. How tall are you? I'm about six five. You're six five. Yeah. How much you weigh? Two twenty five. Okay. You dropped some weight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Thank you, man. Um, when you when you were a kid, or you were 9, 10 years old, whatever. I was a big kid. Junk, I was
1: about 5'5 five, five when five? I was 9. At 9? Yeah. I You're pretty not, much stopped growing. When I was 12, I was 6 foot. And then I've just you been. were you 12, you were 6 foot. Yeah. You know
0: how I'm, tall I was at 14? 4'11. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. I have heard i have heard uh, So every five five 5'5 I was 16, and you were that at 9.
1: Everyone thought I was going to be like a 7 footer, but then it just, you know, pretty much slowed off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. That's phrase. No wonder you're getting messed with. They thought you were older. That was a thing. So if people think you're older, if you think you have money, you don't have any of that stuff. What is, that, is, that, is it kind of like that, uh, the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air story? You kept on getting in trouble. They sent you off to the United States?
1: You could say that, yeah. So who was there?
0: Your mom was in London? Mom
1: was in England. Dad was in the U.S. He moved to the U.S. in 95. What part? Uh, Philadelphia.
0: Uh, and that's he, where you he, went?
1: Yeah. I say that because he intended to move to New York. Him and his buddy wanted to work together. They worked in advertisement. Yeah. They both wanted to work together. They both couldn't get the job. Philadelphia uh, company kind of took them, so Philadelphia mm-hmm. was the path. Okay. What so I think like? about that now as I'm now in this area.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, what do you think about, do you, what was it like going to Philadelphia from now? Oh, my
1: God. It was, you know, a completely different world. I moved to Philadelphia in 2001. So, from did you have s- a British accent? Full British accent.
0: to give you Harry a Potter water?
1: was just coming out, <laughs> as far as the movies. <laughs> so just to just put that in perspective, right? And I, you know, and, and I talked about the bad areas, but as far as where I lived with my mom, I lived in a pretty good area. I went to a prep school, you yeah. know, uniform. So I was. What was it called Hogwarts? It's called Salcom Prep, <laughs> Salcom Preparatory <laughs> School. Just you know, you're talking the vest, the tie, all that, all that it, clean. That's
2: your personality. If it was Hogwarts, he wouldn't be able to tell you. But uh, they got to keep it yeah. a secret. I mean, yeah. there's a
1: thing over there. Every kid pretty much wears uniforms in England. So it's Chris yeah. wants to see your. Honestly, mind. that's a, no.
2: Honestly, <laughs> that's how it is in Puerto Puerto Rico. The same way. you You do it, it so too. you
0: know who's cutting class. Yeah, that's the reason oh, they do well, it. It's funny. Uh, I there's like. Well, Wow. wow! Just one off.
2: Union City's doing it now too. Everybody, like the Union City High School, they yeah, all have to wear it. uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a smart thing to do. It's because they don't want kids. They don't want kids coming in. You know, kids who are poor can't afford good clothes. Yeah, that's that's the other th- reason that's too. That's I mean, for me, one I, of the I, reasons I, they were I doing three it.
1: outfits reward them things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, Philly. Oh yeah. So coming to Philly. I yeah. mean, the culture, sports-wise, 2001. Sixers just lost to the Lakers in the uh, in the playoffs. Oh, that's AI. So you yeah. have all this feel of Allen Iverson had this big personality.
0: But were you were you following, following American sports? I knew nothing because knew look nothing. at your shirt, Arsenal. Yeah, You're, you're a huge uh, yeah. I was football, a huge, real, like, real football, not yeah. American football Yeah. So fan. I mean,
1: in England, of course. I mean, I was in North London. If you're from, if you're aware of the English Premier League, North London is Arsenal and Tottenham. So those are the two teams based on where I lived. Yeah. So I was a huge football fan. And the Arsenal at the time was pretty darn good, mixed with the fact that they had a lot of a lot of black talent. And did you play? Played, yeah. You played time. too. Yeah, played competitively, played it was really good too. All
0: right. When when did you did you continue that when you got to Philly?
1: Somewhat, but me wanting to get more acclimated with the American culture slowed that route down. Yeah. I've been told that was a big regret as far as
0: yeah, I would say it's a big to mistake to, Especially to stop every, playing. You probably yeah. would have killed these kids. Yeah, here. it really? was
1: harder too. I mean, the travel leagues. My dad were driving 40 minutes because again, it's not something that's really provided in the inner cities. We had to yeah. drive out to the suburbs to do it every weekend. So,
0: and then, but then you picked up football. Yeah, picked right? up football, picked
1: up basketball. Yeah. How old were you when you picked those up? Pretty much immediately. I mean, you yeah. just make friends, right? That's what and you're doing you every do? single day. Good. I mean, played competitive league, varsity basketball, varsity football. Yeah,
0: so didn't you go to Purdue for football, too?
1: No, no, no. Purdue was for engineering. The, the, I was thinking about it from a walk-on perspective. So how did you
0: get on? How did you become like such close friends with all the Purdue football players?
1: Well, from a walk-on perspective, that's what, that was a route I wanted to do. And then you see a lot of the guys there, and you're like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that guy's going to the Redskins. That guy's going, that's a first-round pick there. Then you're like, all right, this, this might not be for me. And then it's just... Did you get I, recruited out of high school? Yeah. But mostly lower division one schools, D1AAs, a lot of D2s. all that but you, stuff ju- stuff. you chose academics? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing, too. I had, I had a dad in the back of my head saying, hey, you're not going to go to the NFL. You well, know, which is a sure typical a Nigerian yeah. uh, parent attitude. Yeah. Right? Why are we wasting our time here? And I right. also got lucky. I don't want to skip steps here in the story, but I got lucky where I got a really good job pretty much my first week in college.
0: In college? Yeah. So oh, you, yeah. Went, you went from high school directly to Purdue? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. But my second week of college, I got a job with Rolls-Royce. Doing what? Engineering.
0: How did you get a job engineering in within your first week of college?
1: Cause sweet talk, and I went up there. And I said, well, I went there five weeks before during the summertime.
0: And isn't is why do they have a headquarters there? They have headquarters
1: in Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. So I told them essentially, yeah, hey, let's, let's do a little cheers. Oh yeah, cause I'm thirsty. Let's do, you know. do me a favor <laughs>
2: while you cheers and just tilt your mic more towards your face, like just bring it up You like got it. You. Like we this. skipped
1: it, we skipped a step in the story though. Where were we? We were in Better? Philadelphia. That's good. Perfect. All right,
0: we we're in Philadelphia. Let's bring about the Philadelphia, then we'll get to. Well, let's, let's do it. I I, I well, didn't I didn't know. Uh, I, tell me about yourself, please. Go back to that.
1: So Philly, the adjustment.
0: Man, That's I was delicious. I was
1: doing everything to try and like you know people ask me to you know just do a British accent now and I'm like I can't because I was I was tr- trying to be American so bad. You know I had cornrows for like four years.
0: Is it is it similar to? Uh, Ben Simmons, his Australian accent. He has zero Australian accent. Meanwhile, he Ben Simmons has an Australian accent. I know he does.
1: When he's, when Ben Simmons is around his family, I guarantee you his voice completely switches to a full I'm Australian I'm sure. What do you think yeah. about
0: that, though? Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing you obviously understand that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you when you're around a group, if I'm around a group of British people, there are certain words that I will just, my brain yeah. will switch off and change. Oh, well,
0: it's funny, because my, you know, I have tons of Nigerian yeah. family, they're like family to me, and when I hear when I hear them speak amongst each other in English, they speak the Nigerian English. Yeah, it's pidgin.
1: Yeah. So then that's their broken down slang. What is
0: your what uh are you Igbo? No,
1: my dad is Hausa, my mom
0: is Yoruba. Okay. Yeah. Hausa, there's not as many Hausa are there. No, no, not as many. It's no. a smaller tribe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You just hear about Igbo and Yoruba all the time. And yeah. is there I know those are those are those are different tribes. Was there any issues with them getting together because they're from different tribes?
1: Not that I know of. I mean my mother is I don't want to say the word watered down, but she was born in London. Yeah. So there was if there was something from a historical perspective, it wasn't something that she was gonna hold. Right. Um, but not that I know of, no. Yeah. I mean that's kind of a big thing with me as far as my Nigerian culture. Like I it's easier to represent it now just because of the internet and it's easier right. to learn and of course the music is popular. Yeah but from just the you know the food is great, but I've never I've been to Nigeria when I was a
0: baby. I feel like you more rep the Nigerian, London Nigerian culture. That's yeah. the one you know. Yeah, because
1: yeah. that's me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'll rep that. Which is heavy. To the, of course. You yeah. go to London, you go to Peckham. There's a, group, a surge of just young, young Nigerian British talent now. If so yeah. you watch Snowfall, you watch Damson Idris, you watch John Boyega, you know, in Star Wars. There's just a big yeah. group of talent coming from. Uh, well, you mentioned right the
0: right dude from uh, Get Out, right? Is he, he's not Nigerian. Oh, he's not. He's what, not what's his background?
1: I think he's from Sierra Leone, somewhere like that. Gotcha. Uh, Daniel Kaluya, Correct me on that. Somewhere around that area. I, right. I, I'm not sure on that one. You got to
0: fact check me. It's interesting. But he's from Peckham. That's where you're from?
1: That's where they're from. That's in uh, right below the River Thames, which is kind of technically South London.
0: You know what's crazy is, you know I travel a whole lot. Yeah. I love traveling. Yeah. yeah. Never been in London. Still.
1: You're fucking up, man. <laughs> you're fucking up, man. You're fucking up. I mean, I've been back. Actually, we didn't even talk about this summer. I've been over there. I was over there almost a couple months.
0: Yeah, and know. I'm, I'm due for a trip there, and I have tons of, for that, like three cousins have been there at one point. Wow. I haven't been, but I think I think 2022 is the year I just jump over It's there. hard to schedule things now, and sometimes
1: the places that you think, you know, you should, that are easy to get to, like a London is an easier destination, you overlook it, and then it becomes, whoa, I've been to 25, 30 countries, I've never been to London.
0: Yeah, also because I feel like London's, the culture isn't so far different from from U.S. or yeah. New York, I should say. For the some US people, state. that's really good. For some people, that's bad. So for me, if I want to spend my money exploring other cultures, yeah, I'd rather explore something very different. Yeah. Now it's time. Uh, now I want to see it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm from London,
1: but I've never been outside of London, really. I've yeah. Never been to Liverpool. Never been to Manchester. Never mm.
0: been to Newcastle. So, so well, if I end up going there and we go at the same time, maybe yeah. it's a good opportunity for us to explore those places. Of course, I would yeah. love
1: to go up to Liverpool. You know, see some history. Would you, on you, on would you go see something. a match? That's all, like I never get there. As far as t- as far as timing, I never get to London when any big time match. How many is going games on.
0: have you been to? None. Never. Not never been in in
1: England. Games. I've been to no games. I've been to like friendlies in America. Um, my parents actually went to the World Cup in South Africa without me. Thanks, Gus. (laughs) Um, But um, as far as England, I have not been to any British Premier League games. They're tough to get, man. They're expensive tickets.
2: Are yeah, there I'll, any bars that literally? Because I know there's a, there's a few bars in the city that do like oh when Manchester's playing like yeah they, that, yeah do they have Arsenal yeah, bars in the city yeah
1: no that's they, the, the following in New York that's pretty great when you go to those yeah um, obviously I, I that, that's what I did do I did go to a, an Arsenal bar okay when oh, yeah. I was in England I think it was Three Pigs was the name something like that you, know, you should
0: check out um, you mentioned something about you know, being a fan of Arsenal because they had young talented black youth right. 100%. and well uh, and,
1: and at the time in the late 90s I had a player by the name of Kanu who's a striker and he was the best player in Nigeria at the time you're French so you're familiar with Thierry Henry, yeah. who was the top five player in the world you know Vieira a lot, and a lot of the it was a French boom as the French had won the World Cup in yeah. 98 and our manager was French and a lot of the players were French so
0: I bring it up because uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with a friend of mine I mentioned him a couple of times and he he's a photographer. Uh, Mel D Cole who did great activism work during all the okay. the, the um, Black Lives Matter rallies and all that stuff. And he's been doing all kinds of different causes since. But he's got this project called Charcoal Pitch, where he features uh, the black players in these different leagues, especially I think in uh, in the uh, like Arsenal, the, the Premier, Premier League. yeah. So
1: it's interesting. I was watching some of the games. They're at, pretty much in most Premier League, Premier League games. They're all kneeling. Um, right after yeah. kickoff, then they've they've kind of continued
0: with that, right. and and, and uh, we watched the it was the Euro we the Euro Cup final every yeah, day, and you said yeah. something that I didn't even think about when broke I was broke my watching fucking it, heart, yeah, uh, that it was so sad to see, yeah, not because they missed it, because they're gonna miss. I mean, and yeah. but the, the the penalty kicks because I knew the reaction, the penalty kicks, all the three re- penalty kicks that were missed were yeah. from the black players, yeah, and I you know I I, I didn't even think. But I wasn't thinking about the, who was Insta- missing what. Instantly, as soon you as the game did. it ended, and I went next And then I was like, "Wow, level. you're right." And I was like, "Wow, this is going to be a problem." Yeah. And it was a huge problem. Yeah. 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 Because I, rem-
1: you know, you have childhood memories, right? Yeah. And some of them just stick out. You know, I, I was younger when nine eleven happened, but you, you know, you know where you were. In England, I I knew where I was. You were Prince.
0: you were in England when it happened?
1: I was in America for three days.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So you were In America, three days. Yeah. It was,
1: it was week one. Week one America 9/11 having yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, that was
1: that was the good interesting first week of school. But on that, I, you know, you know where you were when Princess Diana died, for example. Yeah. I remember where I was when David Beckham got a red card against Germany in the Euros. I think mm-hmm. it was 96. And I remember how the town just destroyed him. It was, this was like LeBron leaving Cleveland the first time just
0: everyone just
1: on, imagine that on crack though just
0: it was insane yeah cuz the hooligans they've been hooligans have been fans culture, for yeah. generations yeah. Culture, like decades whereas yeah. the nba is how old right exactly. so you can not exactly. and i've noticed it they're developing such a, fo- a strong fan base yeah. that every generation becomes a a, a a more a stronger fan if that makes sense uh, like a more intense uh, fan
1: and then you have to think about david beckham at the same time not
0: only was he skilled yeah. he
1: was also a sex symbol so you're having LeBron James meet. I thought you um, said
0: sexable. Like, yo. Uh. No, I mean, every girl loves David. like <laughs> symbol. Yes, I know. Yeah. I heard sexable. Like, I don't know what oh, that I means. I don't even but know. So, you know. Cool, Jamal. That ain't the route we're going down right now, bam.
1: Um, Yeah, so it was like LeBron meets, I don't know, Chris Brown or somebody. Like, right. put them together so the tabloids were there. And you met. He was dating a Spice Girl.
0: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he
1: was in every newspaper outlet every freaking day.
0: All right, so we got, like, got off track a little bit. I mean, it's on track because it's still relevant to the culture you experienced. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we went backwards from college to Philly. Have you touched on every topic about growing up in Philly after coming from London, despite the fact that you showed up like three days before not well,
1: well, Philly, I mean, it was beautiful because, you know, I have my roots in London, so you just think about music like an oasis. So I had, you know, and then you come to Philadelphia, and this, I moved to West Philadelphia. went to a Christian school. You know where it was like it was a Christian school, but you're still in West Philly. Yeah. So you would sing your Christian schools, but then you break it down and sing the Fresh Prince intro. Like right. it was it was surreal, and you're just learning so much about hip hop culture, Fifty Cent, all these different artists that you had no idea about being in England. Then from that standpoint, after that, I moved to the suburbs for high school, so then you go to high school and you're, you're looking around like, <laughs> you know, I went from a middle school that only had one white kid yeah. to a high school where right now it's flipped, right? And I'm looking at people's T-shirts the first day because you're not wearing uniforms, and I'm like, what? Like these guys that the alphabet is spelled wrong. Like, what is ACDC? Like, why are they spelling it like that? (laughs) I'm
0: so ignorant. So it's it's not a. It's a small band. Yeah, like I'm like
1: three days. Great Led Zeppelin. What's that? Yeah, like I had no idea about any of these people. But you learn. And let me ask
0: you this: Do they know about the music you knew about?
1: The main ones for sure. I mean, I don't know how you don't know like a 50 Cent or an, well, you know, the true, main hip hop artist. I'm, artists, I'm asking because
0: my first year of college was in Ohio. OK. And I played basketball there. And yeah. I remember uh, the team not knowing the music I was listening to. So I was talking about listening to Redman at the time. He just came out of the album. Yeah. Nori. And uh, they're like, Noriega. Right. Isn't that like yeah. some dude like no, not the guy you're thinking of?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, those and, guys were and, and Red Man,
0: and these guys were like, Who's Red Man? Is that blue man's brother? I'm like, where wow. what am I doing here? Get me out of here. It yeah. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, they were pretty I mean, cause you got this perspective of a lot of hip hop.
0: Well, this is like I mean, I'm talking about like the beginning of like internet just started. True. Cause you gotta yeah. think
1: when internet started, like when I was in high school, it was the Lil Wayne mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew the Gangsta Grills, Lil Wayne mixtapes, and you always kind of wanted to hear it first. Yeah. And that span past race.
0: Yeah, but I, again, like I think it's because it was easier, easy, easily attainable as opposed to before. It was like you got your music from your friends or digging through crates or through DJs yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, do the work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so. So that's
1: got, that's that's the high school route going to Purdue, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what, you, know, you told me stories about Purdue. Can you share anything? <laughs> <I don't care. laughs>
1: trying to give me cancel, right? What's up with this guy? Uh, not nah, I want to know. I want to know about you hung out
0: with the athletes. You hung out with division one athletes who are basically pro athletes. I hung out with everybody. I was a mix of all crowds. Yes, but the, yeah. the interesting stories were, were like, you know, they're essentially being treated like pro athletes because that's what they are. They're pro athletes prior to going pro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right. which and, and, per- and it, which is funny because Purdue at the time, well, right now, decent, but at the time was not the greatest. But the talent was there. Right.
0: Um what, what were some of the perks you saw them receive? I mean, just the boosters. Right. I mean, you know, well, there's and what, per- what did you benefit off of as well through being part of that?
1: That There was a, there was a stretch where I, I didn't pay for uh, some groceries. <laughs> Really? so what was the guy uh, the Jameis Winston crab case yeah. story I mean the crab whatever crab legs and you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah that kind of that stuff can happen Yeah, for sure uh, I mean it's not I, it, it, you see for me I go in comparison right? it's about how you look at it was okay. it Ohio State where you see you know guys that were driving around with cars you know brand new cars from dealerships no but you know there's always perks on all these different types yeah. of levels man
0: so what was college like you did the radio show how'd you end up with the radio show
1: Ah, uh, well, so we we had a mixed crowd. So it was a lot of the. For me, I would say at Purdue, it was a lot of the minorities that stuck together. That stood together. So that's how you say, oh, you have some athlete friends. Yeah, I had athlete friends. I had some international friends. I had some engineering friends. Yeah. But because there was only four percent black people, pretty much in the every, whole school, four percent. Oh, wow. But and then that's kind of international too. Yeah. So everyone talked to each other. Yeah. So we all knew who that person was. That person. That person yeah, was yeah. yo yo yo. Come on, come on, come on, come on. So you got them on the
0: show that way. Yeah is that that's that's how you got yeah we did the show
1: and that's how we did the show and then from the show that's how the def jam connection kind of happened yeah and how
0: did you decide to be an engineering major
1: the typical you're good at math you're good at science this is the safe route for you did you
0: like it do you like it no i like that i like it a lot
1: i do like it a lot what do you do
0: what do you do now with
1: your engineering degree now i work in transportation what do you do so i'm a technical lead engineer i probably won't say my company but a lot of the trains that, you know, the everyday passenger rides on or the APMs, as we call them, the people movers at the airports, I work on those, keeping those in service.
2: Okay, because I kind of, I work for an engineering firm myself. I work, I have a consultant at the Port Authority. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so
1: Port Authority is our customer.
2: Th- all right, so then I probably know a company you're working for then because yeah. <laughs> it's only a handful of them.
1: Yeah, it ain't hard to put two and
2: two together, <laughs> Yeah,
0: especially if you're in a no. Now, is this something that brings you joy?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I... I it, Services it should bring you joy, right? If you, you're doing active act of service to right. help people. No, but I'm saying we the...
0: we've spoken a lot about like your goals and aspirations. You're definitely a go getter. I think
1: my <laughs> goals are greater than being a day to day engineer. Right. Um. That's kind of why I always have a passion to have just different forms of income, different side hustles,
0: things of that yeah. such. Um, I appreciate you putting me to that Airbnb. Yeah, I mean, there's just... There's... I mean, I've known about Airbnb forever, but you were yeah, you like you do it.
1: Like <laughs> we're, I think COVID kind of taught us a lot where yeah. you know everyone had these regular jobs these nine to fives and then suddenly you put all this work and energy towards these jobs and they tell you oh here's a slash of five percent here's a slash of 15% oh we're gonna furlough you and then you kind of realize oh shit I'm stuck this is yeah, my only you, form you of you got income.
0: furloughed for a while right it was four days four, da- oh, <laughs> yes. right. four yeah. days oh yeah right <laughs> yeah
1: I think I, I see I was looked at as how'd just, you
0: survive
1: no see that's what <laughs> happened though because at that moment I'm like wait a minute I generate X, X, and X. Like, you can't do this. Oh, you told them? Well, I told them. I was like, all right. Well, I, I figured they would realize. Yeah. Which they did realize sooner than later. Like, wait a minute. We can't do this. Yeah. And But at that moment, I had four days to think, like, wow. They didn't even know what I do on a day-to-day basis to do they this. They found out pretty quickly. They found out quickly, sure. So I was, you know, it was vindicated. But still, yeah. I was like, I don't like the power of my career being in this person's hands. Yeah. You know, based on the fact that they don't even have that much of knowledge on what I'm doing. So, you know, you start to think and you start to ponder and, and, and you figure out different ways of, of, of really gaining some sustainable wealth. That's what I'm big on. And how are you
0: going about doing that?
1: Well, right now, it's, it's the world of real estate. I mean, real estate is the number one form of sustainable wealth. Um, if you really look at the, the, just the history of just black people in this country, like, it's, that's been hard to get. Yeah. It's been hard to get as far as just different loans and, and balloon loans and, and, and redlining of that mm-hmm. such. These laws that were put in place to kind of hold minorities back um, from, from building that. And mm-hmm. I look at it in America, and that's kind of why I kind of look at Martin Luther King as like my number one hero. He had a, a, a list of stuff that that guy had to kind of deal with. And that was one of the things that he really got changed in that civil rights bill. Mm-hmm. But again, it was in the 60s. <laughs> Right. So we're just talking about two, three generations as to where we are, right? You know, I just came from England. I'm looking at buildings, 16, 40, 45. You know, it's yeah. still around. You know, it's pretty much besides the ones that were pre World War II when the Germans bombed it. Yeah. So it, it that they've had generations and generations and generations of a head start.
0: You talk about, um, you know, generational wealth and all that. What, what was your goal? What was your dream like? growing up it wasn't to be was it to be an uh, engineer
1: it's probably something like oh i want to work for nasa one of those type of things
0: like was there yeah. ever a possibility you said you're good at math numbers or you're an engineer.
1: um i kind of steered away from the aerospace route as soon as i started working for rolls royce when i was in college so that was more aeronautics and i was working more with aircraft engines mm-hmm. so which is it's not it's a pretty good route
0: <laughs> what's it like when you go walk into a meeting where people haven't met you yet and you walk into a meeting at work. I, would,
1: right. I always say, um, when you see, when I walk in a room, it's it could go two ways. I can either be the most desired or the most feared. Explain. So the most feared, from a standpoint of what you see on the news every single day, and you see okay, this description or whatever, and you see tall, stereotypes. tall yeah. stereotypes, tall, dark, whatever, right? Yeah. Or you'd be the most desired because, you know, all these little girls are watching Kardashians or something and they're all dating these <laughs> six foot ten Kristen Thompsons or Lamar Onums or whatever. So you might get desired, you know. So you, you never know. Or, you know, it's a fear and then I start speaking and then it's like, oh, this guy you know, has great diction or whatever. But that one kind of more pisses but me off. Let me up. ask you what, have
0: you, what have you experienced? All of that. Give Everything exam- I am Give us examples of the extreme cases of these experiences. Of both, I also want to hear like the desired portion too, and see what.
1: Well, the desire just comes from I don't know. I don't.
0: This is at work.
1: I mean, no, not at a work setting. I wouldn't go with the most like from that standpoint. From the most desire from the the fear complex. I mean, you've heard I've heard multiple just stereotypes. uh, the the big one is I I didn't expect you to sound like that. Where they go, oh, or, or, or you sound white. That's the one that pisses me off too. So they say this to you? I've been told that two
0: or three times. Yeah. You should be like, so what do you expect me to sound like?
1: I don't. I mean, for my thing, is always like, what does white
0: sound like? Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you should also, you know, put a little pressure on them. What do you expect me to sound like? Can you uh, get me a little uh, closer? <laughs> yeah.
1: True. I mean, a lot of it is ignorance, but some of it, surprisingly, a lot of it isn't meant to cause harm, right? Right. It's just an uh, ignorance to what that
2: person's background is or what they're used to. And that, honestly, that's what, <clears throat> well, we grew up around here, so we. It's different around here, That's a, No, no, because it's a melting pot. You know, yeah, you, you hang see, out with so everybody. Like you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know yeah. how people act when they're outside yeah. of the street with their friends. I was a kid
1: when I was in high school or in Philly, and I would tell my pops, like, yo, like this racism stuff, man, we are past all that shit. No, yeah. It, like, just it whatever, get out of here. Like, you know, I would kind of scoff them off because I just figured it was generational. And then I left the East Coast and I went to in the Midwest and I got pulled over like ten times in one year yeah. and I was like, oh fuck, like this is this is mm-hmm. like this is a different
0: world. Yeah, you know. That actually, brings me to a question regarding you. You've partaken the Outsiders. Yeah. You, I know you like it. You've told all your friends about it. We yeah. were just talking. You're going to tell your people to come. Yeah. Um, in in the next couple of months, but what is it like for you? Uh, were you ever doing any outdoor stuff prior to coming to the Outsiders and? How do you feel when you're out there, and how does Outsiders make you feel compared to if you went on your own or whatever? You know, it's,
1: well, I think the, the Outsiders is extremely important for where, for where we live. Right? I mean, if you're in New York, you're just, you're on an island. For the most part, everyone that lives in Manhattan. For
0: the well, I, I think I think that's the case for maybe any urban environment, like yeah. major city. Yeah, a
1: lot of people aren't driving, and then you just you're just missing it. You're miss, you know, all your life is filled with mass transit and busybodies, and then you just don't even get to appreciate nature. You don't get to really interact and and be at a place of peace. Yeah, in New York, I mean, nighttime three four a.m. You're still going to hear some sirens. Right. Still going to hear some cabs. You know, all that stuff, commotion, which is beautiful. But you need balance yeah you know and um you need balance outside you don't want the type of balance where it's quiet and it's COVID and we're on lockdown yeah we want the balance where you can actually feel some nice wind some clean smell some clean air so what's your favorite part about it that standpoint of getting just from the standpoint of being in such commotion and then just finding such peace okay and then meeting new people. I mean, I, I think the people yeah, there are well, great. Yeah, you definitely a people
0: person. Yeah, like, you
1: find like-minded people that are also like that. So you, yeah. you get to interact with new people. It's a great, you know, Some pe- even though we have so many forms of meeting people, all these dating apps and all these, yeah. you know, Instagrams, whatever, that human interaction is,
0: is still yeah. needed. So when we first met, and you talk about being, uh, being uh, what was it intimidating or whatever? Yeah. When we first met, we met through a friend, John. Yeah, and yeah. I remember he showed okay. up and I was like, this guy seems really cool, but he's got this resting bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You, you look like you're just, uh, you know, you, you set up really tall. So you're 6'5, you set up really, really straight, right? You have uh, po- great posture. Uh, tall people usually don't set up that, right? Mm-hmm. And you just have this face like this. <laughs> I was like, this guy. And you were super friendly right off the bat. Yeah. But And I'm looking at people's reactions before you go up to them. because I, I'm, I'm, I like to, and I People watch. Okay. Yeah, I love people watching. Yeah. And to see their, their, their demeanor change once they realize that you're, like, you're just so social, yeah. right, so friendly, is, is hilarious. I love seeing that. But when you walked up, like, what's this guy so angry about? <laughs>
1: uh, I, well, I mean, usually when I'm in a new environment, yeah, I'm always just thinking, like, okay. Yeah, gonna side eye you going
0: like, to side-eye and stuff.
1: And then hanging out with you was kind of like my first times hanging out in that layer of nightlife. So it was also like, okay, what's going on
0: here? You know. Or you just feel feel out your surroundings? You're just
1: feeling your out your surroundings. Yeah. You're like, okay, is this like some type of, you know, setup or something? What's yeah. going on? Am I gonna get some fifty thousand dollar tab at the end of the night? <laughs> I need, I need to, I need to fill this guy out.
0: <laughs> Pause. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta pause that. Yeah,
2: every, every time Jer- they bring up Jeremy in the nightlife, it's always Jeremy was a sleazy friggin' club promoter.
0: No, They assume, no. but but you know no, what?
2: Like, yeah, they assume. Yeah, they assume. They They're not assuming.
0: exactly wrong. Uh, not well, I'm not a sleazy club promoter, but club promoters usually are sleazy. You know? Usually, and that's so. the thing
1: too. I mean, I knew other club promoters like in my time going out in New York. I'm a people person, but I just always want to hang out with Jeremy because those are my friends. Like it's. Yeah. You see the
0: same routine as far
1: as who comes in and
0: out. You know, I would actually love to get you involved with the Outsiders if you have time. Though know you're busy, you got your own social life, you, you got your work. But I think, like, same reason why I love when you and Pat shout out to Patrick. I do love him. <laughs> my that. guy. Same reason why Patrick uh, is a great part of the community same reason why I used to love hanging out with you guys on Friday nights when we went to public hotel. Yeah. It was just a great vibe. It was just like, it was like brothers making fun of each other all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's the yeah. vibe. Would you be down to get involved with the Outsiders? No, seriously.
1: I mean, I'm yeah. back in the country now, so.
0: Yeah. I know you traveled for a while, but yeah, I, mean, I was actually thinking about that on the way here because we're trying to, we're expanding Outsiders as yeah. far as uh, volume of events, frequency, So, I need to expand because honestly, at the end of the day, I want people to be part of us helping us out and still be loving what we're doing. Like, do it because they enjoy it. Uh, We're not at a place where we can be, you know. Paying someone's bills because they're yeah, part of you gotta it. You got to do it
1: for what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, why I tell people, too, as far as my advice, as far as just other forms of income, Yeah, don't find other forms of income just because you're looking for money. Right. Like do stuff that you actually enjoy that you will kind of do for free anyway. Exactly. Or stuff that's passing. I agree that
2: wholeheartedly. Everybody always just, they're just trying to make money. They're not trying to do something they actually want to do or yeah. even learn something new yeah. in the process of while making the money doing yeah. it. They yeah. just want, I need more money. I need more money.
1: Yeah. yeah and, and, that, and that's it'll come. i think like if you got some passion behind it it'll come There's you can make money in so many different lanes exactly
0: and that's one of the things i realized with the pandemic i mean i i can't say i wasn't guilty of that i mean granted i used to love what i did before with the nightlife stuff and i graduated out of it and i was you know there was years i was doing it when i wasn't so into it yeah that's you didn't want to be you didn't want to be there i didn't want to be there yeah. a lot of time but when you came and when pat came a bunch of friends came it was i mean to me it became okay i'm hanging out with my friends so yeah. this yeah, is okay yeah, yeah. yeah no this is funny yeah. so i used to love when you guys came out but uh you know just people were for like the pandemic was great because it made me realize that i can sort out my situation and live on so much less and survive and i just thought i'd be like if i didn't have income for a month i'd be homeless <laughs> you know, yeah, like that's yeah, some yeah. irrational thought i had yeah. no, i'm being serious like that's initially what I, the feeling i had it was yeah. like this deep anxiety and fear of like oh my god my life is over i'm going to lose everything mm-hmm. if i can't work for a month yeah. or two and
1: that's a good point i actually i thought about this today where i was thinking about different forms of income and let's just say person x makes $50,000 a year yeah well he makes he's used to living his life based on making $50,000 a year mm-hmm. so if you gave him two other forms of income that added on an extra 6000 he's going to use that 6000 to just Something to really, truly better his life. Well, now, you would you, hope so. You would, for the most, yeah. most compared to I'm saying in comparison to um, if you just gave him a standard paycheck of fifty six thousand dollars, it would just be a regular life.
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, for me, it was just an eye opener. Again, it also got me to be able to do more stuff with outsiders. Um, and you figure stuff out when your back's against the wall, right? Very true. And what's funny is, as stressful as it is, and I kind of admit i liked it i liked that i like all right what do i have to figure out i got a problem solve this and it's like an adventure to me it's like it's the unknown right huh. and conquering the unknown and solving a problem and i really enjoyed it it stressed me out i mean i got a bunch more grades during the pandemic but yeah. at the end of the day like it was a challenge and i love i guess maybe because i'm so competitive i just loved conquering that challenge
2: yeah. put a battery in your back
0: yeah for sure (laughs) i mean mean, jump started to be like crazy even more i mean i also had the opportunity certain things that fell into place where it allowed me to to uh you know the pandemic allowed me to have the time and step away and rip the band-aid off as far as stuff that i didn't want to do before so i'm I'm definitely grateful for that
1: there was no excuses you had all the time yeah yeah
0: i I like that yeah you can always make an excuse though true true true
1: but again back against the wall Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's sink or swim at that point.
0: Uh, I got a couple questions for you here uh, that I ask a lot of my uh, interviewees. All right, what, you um, what is the dream you've yet to achieve? And it can be—you can tell me a financial, uh, business, uh, professional life dream, or you can tell me a personal one,
1: right, I, or both. I, I think it's—I I, want to I go. I want to go Nigeria. Like 100%. really, I went when I was six months old. I don't count it. I've seen two pictures. It doesn't count. I want to really go. Can I ask you why you haven't been yet? It's not the easiest trip. Um, In what sense? In the sense of how do I say this without being disrespectful? Um, I can't just go and, for example, go to Jamaica and just stay in the Montego Bay Resort. Right. Um, it's much better if you know people there, you're connected, you move place to place. But you know people there, right? Now I do. Really, like, my age at least. You know, distant second or third cousins, that doesn't really count, especially in my family. I is. mean,
0: in Nigeria, you don't have to be blood-related to be cousins.
1: True, but yeah. I mean, I have close, close friends from college. Oh, and, and really? That are in Nigeria, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's that, that connection there, I'm yeah. like, okay, now I've yeah, let's go. Let's get it. Let's let's make it happen. So I just haven't, you know, I, I would, you know, when you do something like that, you gotta dedicate at least two to three weeks, and my time two to three weeks is spent for England, cause that's where my mother is. But now I feel comfortable making that type of trip happen. So. Are you still working from home? Yeah, yeah.
0: So. So that's you know. Yeah. It's all about time change. That's it. I'm trying to go to Senegal. Uh Dakar, uh, Senegal. Sometime just in the next few years, I,
1: I need to go somewhere where it's predominantly. The I bring that up
0: is if I make my way over that part of the. Yeah, Miami, you'd be in West Africa. yeah. I might make a trip yeah. to the Lagos. Yeah,
1: I just want to be somewhere where it's predominantly black, and sometimes Jamaica. I've been in Jamaica a lot. Doesn't really count because when you're in resorts, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's and, and it's the just the people working there.
0: Uh, you know the places you're probably attending when you're on vacation yeah. is all. It's not even not not that it's not black. It's also like very middle American. Yeah. And it's yes. not.
1: I just have black people serving me, like in Jamaica, right. which I don't like. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we got to do an Africa trip. I got to do. One hundred
0: percent. Absolutely. Um, any. So you give me a personal goal. I know your business goals already. Um, is there anything I, I haven't asked you that you want to share? Um, I also want to, I would love to get something fun for the reels we do, <laughs> something we can get.
1: Man, no, this guy was trying to get me in trouble, that's why I, I was, I was like, yo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me about that booster. <laughs> exactly, I know. <laughs> tell me about that lady. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, shit, what was the question? You
0: uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share with the audience? Man, 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 man. man. Tell about yourself and experience.
2: Actually, uh, can you talk about what you did for Rolls Royce? You still work for Rolls Royce? Not anymore.
0: Not anymore.
1: No, Rolls Royce isn't out here. Rolls Royce. I did a co-op. So a co-op was pretty. Which is, if I was gonna give like college students the best uh, advice, I would say, yo, be a, do a co-op. One because you get benefits. So you're, you know, that 401k starts at that point right there. And it's kind of a you're a contract where you're in there. You're not worried about an internship every single year. So I did a co-op with them and I did helicopter performance, dynamics and controls, and
0: service engineering. Working on as like a rain man all over all over <laughs> man, so yeah that's Rose was great, It was great, yeah, that's amazing. uh some of the stuff you're talking about I have no idea what that means <laughs> that's impressive see that's what we think differently though because i'm yeah. I'm
1: thinking from your perspective of man, if I had to do outsiders in a different country, my god i I just did a yacht week with ten friends right, impossible to organize ten people together. <laughs> It's so, tough, but I mean, yeah, I
0: think I think for me, what helps me is I'm very visual, and what I bring that up is I I envision minute by minute the trip. It's weird.
1: To, <laughs> you have to like some certain people. i my new TV show right now. I love the Wu Tang TV
0: show. Oh, I saw for a that, oh, that's what I gotta watch. the first season. Oh my god, season two!
1: I got to rush home and watch it. And I'm just thinking, how the hell did RZA get all these motherfuckers in the studio mm-hmm. to show up on time to do this album? Like to actually Just believe in him,
0: man. It's tough. Like I, I, like I said, I talked to you about getting part of Outsiders, and, and when the camera shuts off, I really want to speak to you about that. Yeah. I would really love to have you uh, be part of it. Um, but the biggest challenge for me, if I think about scaling my business, uh, obviously you want to get enough customers. You, you know that that's that's marketing. But one of the challenges is getting enough staff that stays enthusiastic about what we're doing. You know stays passionate about it because like we're doing uh twice a month back-to-back days at least yeah. so if you're not too into it and I have to use every single person the same amount of time like for every single one yeah. that's gonna get them tired and i don't want to do that i want them to stay passionate because they are they yeah. love it uh so my my challenge has been finding people that i can really trust to to have the lives of others in their hands you know yeah. you know you're you're driving a vehicle sometimes with it with customers in it you're guiding them through hikes you're, you know and and some of the stuff it's not like rocket science right but it takes common sense and the thing about common sense it's not very common you know <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, that's that's uh, that's been a challenge so I would love to have you on board uh, you've already experienced it you've definitely promoted the hell out of it to yeah. The Network. yeah and, I like uh, the outsiders family you man. seem pretty responsible <laughs> I try I try. So, uh, the next last segment if there's nothing else you want to share. Uh, Bams, if there's anything else you want to ask Jamal before I go into our 5 rapid fire. Bam, questions. ask away,
1: man.
2: Uh No, I mean, a uh, royce I didn't realize Rolls-Royce had the uh, they did their aeronautics aeronautic stuff in the Oh, yo,
1: dude, that's the number one fuck up. Every time you see like a college kid in line and yeah. I think uh, every time <laughs> I think a Rolls-Royce recruiter will play on it and I'll ask the people, "Okay, so what do we do?" And then some kid will go, oh, yeah, you guys do the cars and stuff, and it's like, oh, well, next, next in line. Did you break out
0: the? I'd be, so uh, the, per, the person, I'd be the person. I out pretty quick. Yeah, it's like we well, forgetting they make the like the. Not they make
1: Boeing. No, they
2: make Boeing. Boeing and, right? like they make well, what happened, happened and is like um,
1: they sold it the the car rights to BMW, and but BMW because the branding of that double R was just so great. Why get rid of it? Let's keep the branding. Yeah, and and that's why you know they stopped doing the automobiles and they stayed with the aircraft engine. All right, cool
0: um so bams went out to grab somebody but i do have uh so our last segment is five rapper fire questions yeah, yeah all right so you know what that means i gotta answer quickly yes but but <laughs> i'm gonna ask for explanation on some of them okay so you, can, you can drag it out a little bit but you gotta answer quickly so basically whatever comes to mind first i yeah. want you to think about this so what's your favorite city other than new york city abu Fera. where south of portugal really yeah why
1: I just went there a month ago. Okay. Um, I loved how the, you know, I just love the beautiful scenery. I've I lived Lisbon once. Been well Lisbon so I was, was in Lisbon, great. and yeah. drove two hours south to that Abu Fera Faro area.
0: What's what's so special about it? How did you I know mean, to go
1: there? I just, well, Instagram views, pictures, nice scenery, you know, all that little romantic stuff that you see. Like yeah. I was like, oh dude, I gotta check it out. So that's kind of my new thing when I go on vacations now. Visit the big city. And then find the beautiful scenic beach. You know. Do you do
0: that through your own research, or do you speak to locals?
1: Kind of a combination of both. Okay. A combination of both, yeah. And then when you, once you get there, it's like, an, if you know, you know. Like, well, How,
0: how was that place? Tell me about
1: it, it. I mean, it was just beautiful. I mean, it's, it's just, a, a, I don't know how to best describe it. The, the ocean, the water. Because like, you're on the ocean. So yeah. you can actually, if you go really at that point, you can damn near see Africa.
0: Did you meet any? Do you have connections there that we can use now?
1: I actually do have a connection. I'm that serious. Say, if you He's, don't, you yeah, messed up. No, I actually do. I have a guy that um, is back and forth between yeah. um, Portugal and Portugal, Albufeira, Porto,
0: Lisbon, and London. Okay. I do have a guy. Yes. And we're gonna need to get that contact. 100. percent 100. All All right. If you could do any other profession other than what you're currently doing, what would it be?
1: Probably a sports general manager. Aren't you doing something with sports right now? I'm a moderator, yes. And is that a paying gig? That
0: is a paying gig, yes. And what do you do by moderating sports?
1: I am a moderator for all who are interested from a sports gambling perspective. Obviously, the world of sports gambling has been booming. Now it's legal, guys. We've been doing it for a decade. But um, so people that have been in the game for a while, that just you know, I follow all the trends, all the lines, different insights, different prop bets. Yeah, I give out my picks, my three picks of the week. And, okay, I have a yeah. friend of
0: mine; who does, his brother does that for uh, for MMA for UFC. Boom. Yeah, and he's actually killing it. He started doing YouTube, and now he's yeah. being asked to do like actual radio. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's your worst fear?
1: Having a child die. While I'm alive. Okay. That's You don't have any children? No, but I'm already scared of that. Okay. I mean, school shootings and stuff, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's interesting. That's your fear. I mean, I used to work for Pratt & Whitney in um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. in Hartford, Connecticut. So I would drive back and forth from Philadelphia or from New York. And every time I would drive through, past Pratt & Whitney, what exit do you, do you pass? The Sandy Hook exit. Yes. And I I would get shivers every freaking time
0: that's interesting and that is 100 it's not an answer i would expect it. yeah okay i don't fear much like if no, i gotta I would go Expected you like like failure or dog or if or i like gotta go you know.
1: i gotta fucking go if yeah. i'm broken but broke, whatever like take me out it's cool i feel bad for the people around me yeah but if it's my time it's my time yeah now losing a child like come on
0: okay well that makes me that obviously means you want to have a nice family you want to have yeah, a family Yeah.
1: it's about legacy for me okay
0: uh, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose, Do Something that where i would be rich. I'm not gonna lie. That's the superpower.
1: Just something where I'd be like invisible to go in a bank, take what I gotta take, and just and and leave. So like,
2: listen, that's Batman's superpower. He's rich. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just <laughs>
1: something that leads to money. Like fuck the humanitarian shit. I'm sorry. Like I guess maybe I'll heal people, but yeah. I gotta I gotta monetize it. <laughs>
0: All right. Just a charitable guy you are. <laughs> I'll just
1: keep it real. I'm not doing a superpower to fly or something. Right. Who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> All right, my last question is, what's your favorite food?
1: Oh, that, that's a tough one for me, because I, I like kind of like, I'll, I'll just say Asian cuisine. Like okay. If, yeah. So I can kind of cheat, right? Because I can get Indian food and, and Korean food and Japanese food. And yeah. Like, if I could say Asia as a whole, yeah. Asia. Because I'm just take the whole continent.
0: Really? Well, because, you know. Yeah. You, you can, so, uh, you know, by now everyone who's watched the show knows that. As I, I don't have Asian cuisine. To bring their favorite food. <laughs> and I just asked him what his favorite food is. And he says Asian food, but he brings burritos well, and tacos. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's the
1: thing, though. All right. From a slightly cheap meal bulking standpoint but like kind of clean i like mexican food
0: okay well i'm glad you clarified yeah if, so, let's try this so would right you, now, so what would you bring you
1: talked about uh from the weight loss standpoint whatever i dropped like probably 20 30 pounds over the past year so i but obviously i still like to eat and i like to have fun and obviously have yeah, a like beer to eat too what
0: would you bring we have <laughs>
1: We have, we have, we just,
2: have. Just so you know, Jeremy just does the inside with outsiders just to get free food.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, I, I
1: was, I, I, was I, thinking, I was like, this is a nice little gig he got going on. <laughs> yeah, I have a
0: conversation for an hour people that really bore me just to get free food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is um,
1: this is from Burrito Joint. It's out in Union City. I think I don't think they're a chain or anything. You want to
0: shot them? Oh, is it Burrito Joint? Said? Burrito Joint. Burrito Where Joint. It? It's,
1: oh, it's kind of. I wouldn't say like. 40th in Palisade uh, area. too far from
0: the deliver My Place.
1: Yeah, forty from Palisade type of area, but there. they're good. I mean, you walk in. Food. Oh, I know.
2: They're literally down the block from where the police station is. I'm yes. Kind of okay. Yes, yes exactly very close to the police station.
1: Yeah. It feels very local.
2: Yeah. Is, yeah, that's not a chain joint. That, they've yeah. been there for a couple years now. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they get to the business. They get to work. It's oh, hot as really shit really
0: If you pass me one of those, hey man, hold
1: on now. <laughs> can I can I warm it up? So I got for you, like I mentioned earlier, you have a chicken burrito. Chicken burrito. I understand at your advanced age, we're gonna stay away from the red meat. <laughs> um, so. And you know, I I'm
0: glad you got it. I know your favorite thing is tube steak, so I appreciate you not bringing nah, that. I
1: don't know what that is. I'm guessing <laughs> some type of
2: reference. I might have to bleep that one out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, and I have a steak quesadilla.
0: Steak
1: so quesadilla. All right.
0: Yeah. Those burritos are like a brick. Well, I'm
2: guessing you're young since you're still eating red meat, huh? That's that's the point, oh, okay. dude.
0: He's talking about high school and Fifty Cent or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's try this. That's mm, good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. For me, it's about the portions. Do you see the portions? That shit's got weight to it, bro. It's so good.
0: Mm-hmm. It would mm-hmm. be nice. Napkins. I got them. Yeah. Anyway.
1: I'm kind of a napkin hoarder, though.
0: Mm. I don't know if there's much more to say other than I like your your comfort food. Yeah. is what it is. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk outsiders. about
1: outsiders, man. Everyone that goes to outsiders, I'll be there full-time. Mm-hmm. full-time You'll see guy. me soon. You'll see me soon.
0: Yeah, meet my new intern, Jamal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is this, episodes? We're in the 20s, something like that? Um, I should have an well, episode. Don't, we, don't,
0: we don't name the episodes or number them when we're doing it. We okay. Based on the vibe, of who should put up one after the next. I should have been episode one, goddamn. No, Pat no was I'm sorry. One.
2: Patrick had to be episode number one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Patrick, because I, I mean, that is Pat, he's Patrick. How
0: did he Although do? I would love to get you and Pat on a show together. I actually want to. I actually want to have Pat here as like that his,
2: one. That episode should be sponsored by Crown Royale. <laughs> Isn't there? Uh, <laughs> what's Pat's, what's
0: the, Pat had a Henny What's the clata. Fuji song? Too many mics or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 too many. Too many. <laughs> I'd love to have Pat back on. But no, we'll do that. We'll set we'll that up. We'll I'm sure you guys up. don't want to watch us eat. Thank you for coming. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll man. have to get you back on when you have, when you have uh, some more stories to tell us. Yeah. And when yeah. you're willing to tell us some more stories. Yeah. Actually,
1: yeah. no. The next one's going to be me and Pat. We got okay. to set, set the date. I'll set it up. The, I need a promo. I need a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> the showdown between
2: whole, me and Pat. I'm going to put a couch, a couple of chairs, we'll and yeah. get some cigars out right here. I need it. Oh, I yeah. Well, with
0: that background we get eventually when. you go. And yeah. so we're sponsored by Event Combo. There
2: you go. Yeah. I'll have a different
1: type of sponsor, you know, different type of alcohol percentage.
0: All right, yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm man. starving, and I'm glad you finally gave me this food. So yeah, man, appreciate, I appreciate it. Next time man. we'll have Asian food. <laughs> See you later, guys. I
1: appreciate you
2: having me.
0: So they assume, ah. but, but you know no, what?
2: A, yeah, they assume. Yeah, they, assume they They're not assuming.
0: exactly wrong. Uh, not, well, I'm not a Sleazy club promoter, but club promoters usually are Sleazy, you know? Usually. And that's so. the thing,
1: too. I mean, I knew other club promoters. Like, in my time going out in New York, I'm a people person. But I just always want to hang out with Jeremy because those are my friends. Like, it's... Yeah. You see the same routine as far as who comes in and out.
0: You know, I would actually love to get you involved with The Outsiders if you have time, though you're busy, you got your own social life, you, you got your work. But I think, like, same reason why I love when you and Pat shout out to Patrick. I do <laughs> it's love my that. guy. Same reason why Patrick uh, is a great part of the community. Same reason why I used to love hanging out with you guys on Friday nights when we went to Public Hotel. Yeah. It was just a great vibe. It was just like, it was like brothers making fun of each other all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's the yeah. vibe. Would you be down to get involved with the Outsiders? No, seriously. I mean, I'm yeah. back in the country now, so. Yeah, I know you traveled for a while, but yeah, I, mean, I was actually thinking about that on the way here because we're trying to, we're expanding Outsiders as yeah. far as uh, volume of events, frequency, so, I need to expand because honestly, at the end of the day, I want people to be part of us, helping us out, and still be loving what we're doing. Like, do it because they enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, we're not at a place where we can be, you know paying someone's bills because they're yeah, part of you gotta it. You yeah. got to do
1: it for what you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, why I tell people too as far as my advice as far as just other forms of income yeah, don't find other forms of income just because you're looking for money. Right. Like do stuff that you actually enjoy that you will kind of do for free anyway. Exactly. or I agree stuff that's with that
2: wholeheartedly. Everybody always just they're just trying to make money. They're not trying to do something they actually want to do or yeah. even learn something new yeah. in the process of while making money doing yeah. it. They just yeah. want, I need more money. I need more money
1: yeah and, that, and that's it'll come. I think, like if you got some passion behind it it'll come there's you can make money in so many different lanes exactly
0: and that's one of the things i realized with the pandemic i mean i i can't say i wasn't guilty of that i mean granted i used to love what i did before with the nightlife stuff and i graduated out of it and i was you know there was years i was doing it when i wasn't so into it yeah you didn't, wanna, like, you didn't want to you didn't want to be there i didn't want to be there yeah. a lot of time but when you came and when pat came and a bunch of friends came it was I mean to me it became okay I'm hanging out with my friends so Yeah, this yeah, is okay yeah, yeah. yeah no this is funny yeah. so I used to love when you guys came out but uh you know just people were for like the pandemic was great because it made me realize that I can sort out my situation and live on so much less and survive and I just thought I'd be like if I didn't have income for a month I'd be homeless <laughs> you know, yeah, like that's yeah, some yeah. irrational thought I had yeah. no, I'm being serious like that's initially what I, the feeling I had it was yeah. like this deep anxiety and fear of like oh my god my life is over i'm going to lose everything mm-hmm. if i can't work for a month yeah. or two
1: and that's a good point i actually i thought about this today where i was thinking about different forms of income and let's just say person x makes $50,000 a year yeah or well, he makes he's used to living his life based on making $50,000 a year mm-hmm. so if you gave him two other forms of income that added on an extra 6,000 he's going to use that 6,000 to just Something to really, truly better his life. Well, now, you would you, hope so. You would, for the most, yeah. most compared to I'm saying in comparison to um, if you just gave him a standard paycheck of fifty six thousand dollars, it would just be a regular life.
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, for me, it was just an eye opener. Again, it also got me to be able to do more stuff with outsiders. Um, and you figure stuff out when your back's against the wall, right? Very true. And what's funny is, as stressful as it is, and I kinda admit I liked it. I liked that. I like, all right, what do I have to figure out? I gotta problem solve this, and it's like an adventure to me. It's like it's the unknown, right? Huh. And conquering the unknown and solving a problem, and I really enjoyed it. It stressed me out. I mean, I got a bunch more grades during the pandemic, but yeah. at the end of the day, like it was a challenge. And I love, I guess maybe because I'm so competitive, I just loved conquering that challenge.
2: Yeah. Put a battery in your back. For,
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> jump started to be like exactly. crazy even more. I mean, I also had the opportunity certain things that fell into place where it allowed me to, to uh, you know, the pandemic allowed me to have the time and step away and rip the bandaid off as far as stuff that I didn't want to do before. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. There was
1: no excuses. You had all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that. Yeah, you can always make an excuse though. You know? True. True. True.
1: But again, back against the wall. Mhm. You know, you it's sink or swim at that point.
0: Uh, I got a couple of questions for you here uh, that I ask a lot of my uh, interviewees. All right. What, you um, what is the dream you have yet to achieve? And it can be a, you can tell me a financial, uh, business, uh, professional life dream, or you can tell me a personal one,
1: I, I, or both. I, I think <laughs> it's. I, I want to go. I want to go Nigeria. Like exactly. really? I went when I was six months old. I don't count it. I've no, seen two pictures. Yeah, it doesn't count. I want to really go. Can I ask you why you haven't been yet? It's not the easiest trip. Um, in what sense? In the sense of how do I say this without being disrespectful? Um, I can't just go and, for example, go to Jamaica and just stay in the Montego Bay Resort. Right. Um, it's much better if you know people there, you're connected, you move place to place. But you know
0: people there, right?
1: Now I do. Really, like, my age at least. You know, distant second or third cousins, that doesn't really count, especially in my
0: family. That I mean, didn't. in Nigeria, you don't have to be blood-related to be cousins.
1: True, but yeah. I mean, I have close, close friends from college.
0: Oh, and, and really?
1: That are in Nigeria, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, so
1: that's that, that connection there, I'm yeah. like, okay, now I've yeah, let's go. Let's get it. Let's let's make it happen. So I just haven't, you know, I, I would, you know, when you do something like that, you gotta dedicate at least two to three weeks, and my time two to three weeks is spent for England, cause that's where my mother is. But now I feel comfortable making that type of trip happen. So. Are you still working from home? Yeah, yeah.
0: So. So that's you know. Yeah. It's all about time change. That's it. I'm trying to go to Senegal. Uh uh, Dakar, Senegal. Sometime just in the next anywhere. two years, I,
1: I need to go somewhere where it's
0: predominantly. And the reason I bring that up is if I make my way over that part of the yeah, land, you'd be in
1: West Africa. yeah.
0: I might make a trip yeah. to the Lagos. Yeah,
1: I just want to be somewhere where it's predominantly black. And sometimes Jamaica. I've been in Jamaica a lot. Doesn't really count because when you're in resorts, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, and, and it's, it's just, just the people working there.
0: Uh, you know, the places you're probably attending when you're on vacation yeah. is all. It's not even not not that it's not black. It's also like very middle American.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. not. I just have black people serving me, like in Jamaica, which I don't like. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we got to do an Africa
0: trip. I got to do it. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, Any. So you give me a personal goal. I know your business goals already. Um, Is there anything I I haven't asked you that you want to share? Um, I also want to, I would love to get something fun for the reels we do, <laughs> something we can get.
1: Man, no, this guy was trying to get me in trouble, that's why. I, I was, mean. I was like, yo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me about that booster. <laughs> exactly, I know. Tell me about
0: that lady. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, shit,
1: what was the question? Read uh,
0: Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share with the audience? Man, 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 man. man. Tell about yourself and experience.
2: Actually, can you talk about what you did for Rolls Royce? Do you still work for Rolls Royce? Not anymore.
1: Not anymore. No, Rolls Royce isn't out here. Rolls Royce, I did a co-op. So a co-op was pretty which is if I was gonna give like college students the best uh, advice, I would say, yo, be a, do a co-op. One because you get benefits. So you're you know that 401k starts at that point right there. And it's kind of a you're a contract where you're in there. You're not worried about an internship every single year. So I did a co op with them and I did helicopter performance, dynamics and controls and service engineering
0: working on... Sorry. guys like a rain man. All over, all over, <laughs> man. So, yeah, that's... Rose was great. It was great. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, some of the stuff you're talking about, I have no idea what that means. So <laughs> that's impressive.
1: See, that's what we think
0: differently, though, because I'm, yeah.
1: I'm thinking from your perspective of, man, if I had to do Outsiders in a different country, my God, I, I just did Yacht Week with ten friends. Right. Impossible to organize ten people together. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's so, tough, but I mean, yeah, I think I think for me, what helps me is I'm very visual, and what I bring that up is I I envision minute by minute the trip. It's weird. <laughs> you have
1: to like some certain people. I'm, my new TV show right now. I love the Wu Tang TV show.
0: Uh, I saw the first season. Oh my god, season two! I
1: got to rush home and watch it. And I'm just thinking, how the hell did RZA get all these motherfuckers in the studio to mm-hmm. show up on time to do this album? Like to actually Just believe in his,
0: man, it's tough. Like I, I, like I said, I talked to you about getting part of Outsiders and, and when the camera shuts off, I really want to speak to you about that. Yeah. I would really love to have you uh, be part of it. Um, but the biggest challenge for me, if I think about scaling my business, uh, obviously you want to get enough customers, you, you know, that, that's, that's marketing. But one of the challenges is getting enough staff that stays enthusiastic about what we're doing you know stays passionate about it because like we're doing uh twice a month back-to-back days at least so if you're not too into it and have to use every single person the same amount of time like for every single one that's gonna get them tired and i don't want to do that i want them to stay passionate because they are they love it uh so my my challenge has been finding people that i can really trust to to have the lives of others in their hands you know you know you're you're driving a vehicle sometimes with it, with customers in it. You're guiding them through hikes. You're, you know, and and some of the stuff it's not like rocket science, right? But it takes common sense, and the thing about common sense is not very common, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's uh, that's been a challenge. So I would love to have you on board. Uh, you've already experienced it. You've definitely promoted the hell out of it. To yeah. Network. Yeah, and, like uh, the outsiders family. You man. seem pretty responsible. <laughs> I try. I try. So uh, the next last segment, if there's nothing else you want to share, uh, Bams, if there's anything else you want to ask Jamal before I go into our five rapid fire, Bam, ask away, man.
2: Uh, no, I mean, uh, Royce I didn't realize Royce had the—they uh, did their their aeronautic stuff in. The oh, yo,
1: dude, that's the number one fuck up. Every time you see like a college kid in line, and yeah. I think uh, every time <laughs> I think a Royce recruiter will play on it, and I'll ask the people, okay, so what do we do? And then some kid will go, oh, yeah, you guys do the cars and stuff, and it's like, oh, well, next, next in line. Did you break out the? i be so uh, so the per, the person. I'd be out pretty quick. Yeah, it's like, well, forgetting
0: to make the like the not Boeing. They make Bo- no, it. they make Boeing, Boeing
1: like they make Well, what Boeing happened is like um, that. they sold it the the car rights to BMW, and BMW because the branding of that double R was just so great. Why get rid of it? Let's keep the branding. Yeah. And and that's why you know they stopped doing the automobiles mm-hmm. and they stayed with the aircraft engine. All right, cool.
0: Um, so BAMs went out to grab somebody, but I do have, uh, so our last segment is five rapid fire questions. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you know what that means? I got to
1: answer quickly. Yes.
0: But, but (laughs) I'm going to ask for explanation on some of them. Okay. You can can drag it out a little bit, but you got to answer quickly. So basically whatever comes to mind first, I want you to think about this. So what's your favorite city other than New York City? Abu Fera.
1: Where? South of Portugal.
0: Really? Yeah. Why? I just went
1: there a month ago. Okay. Um, I loved how the, you know I just love the
0: beautiful scenery. I've I loved been to Lisbon once. Been a, well, Lisbon so I was in was Lisbon great. then
1: yeah. drove 2 hours south to that Albufeira Faro area.
0: What's what's so special about it? How did you I know mean, to go
1: there? I just, well, Instagram views, pictures, nice scenery, you know, all that little romantic stuff that you see like yeah. I was like, oh dude, I got to check it out. So that's kind of my new thing when I go on vacations now. Visit the big city and then find the beautiful scenic beach, you know. Do you do
0: that through your own research or do you speak to locals?
1: Kind of a combination of both. OK. A combination of both, yeah. And then when you, once you get there, it's like, an, if you know, you know. Like, well, how,
0: how was that place? Tell me dude, about
1: it. it. I mean, it was just beautiful. I mean, it's, it's just, this, 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 I, I don't know how to best describe it. The, the ocean, the water, because like, you're on the ocean. So yeah. you can actually, if you go really at that point, you can damn near see Africa.
0: Did you meet any? Do you have connections there that we can use now? I actually do have a
1: connection. I'm I that was serious. Say, if you don't, you yeah. messed up. No, I actually do. I have a guy that um is back and forth between yeah. um Portugal and Portugal, Albufeira, Porto,
0: Lisbon, and London. Okay. I do have a guy. Yes. Okay, we're gonna need to get that contact. 100%. 100%. Um. All right. If you could do any other profession other than what you're currently doing, what would it be?
1: Probably a sports general manager. Yes. Aren't you doing something with sports right now? I'm a moderator, yes. And is that a paying gig? That is a paying
0: gig, yes. And what do you do by moderating sports?
1: I am a moderator for all who are interested from a sports gambling perspective. Obviously, the world of sports gambling has been booming. Now it's legal, guys. We've been doing it for a decade. But um, so, people that have been in the game for a while that just, you know, I follow all the trends, all the lines, different insights, different prop bets. Yeah. I give out my picks, my three picks of the week. And, okay. I have a yeah. friend
0: of mine who does, his brother does that for, uh, for MMA, for UFC. Boom. Yeah. And he's actually killing it. He started doing YouTube, and now he's yeah. being asked to do like actual radio. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's your worst fear?
1: Having a child die. While I'm alive. Okay. That's, you don't have any children? No, but I'm already scared of that. Okay. I mean, school shootings and stuff, I'm, I'm dead serious. That's interesting. That's your fear. I mean, I used to work for Pratt & Whitney in um, Connecticut, mm-hmm. in Hartford, Connecticut. So I would drive back and forth from Philadelphia or from New York, and every time I would drive through, past Pratt & Whitney, what exit do you, do you pass? The Sandy Hook exit. Yes. And I I would get shivers. Every freaking time. That's interesting. And that is one hundred percent.
0: It's not an answer I would expected. Yeah. Okay. I don't
1: fear much. Like if no, I gotta I would go.
0: Not expected you like failure or dog. If or I like gotta go, you know.
1: I gotta fucking go. If I'm yeah. broken, but broke, whatever. Like take me out. It's cool. I feel bad for the people around me. Yeah. But if it's my time, it's my time. Yeah. Now losing a child. Like come on.
0: Okay. Well, that makes me. That obviously means you want to have a nice family. You want to have yeah, a family. Yeah.
1: It's about legacy for me. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Do something that where I'd be rich. I'm not gonna lie. That's a superpower.
1: Just something where I'd be like invisible to go in a bank, take what I gotta take, and just and and leave. That's, like,
2: listen, that's Batman's superpower. He's rich. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just <laughs> something
1: that leads to money. Like fuck the humanitarian shit. I'm sorry. Like I guess maybe I'll heal people, but yeah. I gotta I gotta monetize it.
0: All right. Just a charitable guy you are. <laughs> I'll just keep it real.
1: I'm not doing a superpower to fly or something. Yeah. Who gives a shit?
0: Right? <laughs> All right, my last question is, what's your favorite food?
1: Oh, that, that's a tough one for me because I, I like kind of like I'll, I'll just say Asian cuisine. Like okay. get, yeah, so I can kind of cheat, right? Because I can get Indian food and, and Korean food and Japanese food. And yeah. like, if I could say Asia as a whole, yeah. Asia. Just, I'm just take the whole continent. Really?
0: Well, because, you know... Yeah. You, you can, so, uh, you know, by now, everyone who's watched the show knows that... As I, I don't have Asian cuisine. ...to bring their favorite food, <laughs> and I just asked him what his favorite food is, and he says Asian food, but he brings burritos whoa, and tacos. whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's the thing, though. All
1: right. From a slightly cheap meal bulking standpoint but like kind of clean i like mexican food
0: okay well i'm glad you clarified yeah if, let's so let's try this what so would you, right so what, you bring now, you
1: talked about uh, from the weight loss standpoint whatever i dropped like probably 20 30 pounds over the past year so i but obviously i still like to eat and i like to have fun and obviously
0: have yeah, a like beer to eat too what did you bring we have <laughs>
2: We
1: have, we have, we
2: just, have. Just so you know, Jeremy does does the, the inside with outsiders just to get free food. Yeah, uh,
1: that, I, I was, I, I, I was I, thinking, I was like, this is a nice little
2: gig he got going on. <laughs>
0: yeah, I have a conversation for an hour people that really bore me just to get free food. Right. Yeah. So this is um
1: this is from Burrito Joint. It's out in Union City. I think I don't think they're a chain or anything. You wanna
0: shot them? Um, oh, is it Burrito Joint? Said? Burrito Joint. Burrito Where Joint. Is it?
1: it's, oh, it's kind of. I wouldn't say like. 40th and Palisade uh, yeah, area. too far from the deliver My Place. Yeah, 40th and Palisade type of area, but there. they're good. I mean, you walk in. Oh, I the know.
2: They're literally down the block from where the police station is. I'm yes. Kind of okay. Yes, yes exactly very close to the police station.
1: Yeah. It feels very local.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's not a chain joint. They've been there for a couple years now. Yeah,
1: yeah, they get to business. They get to work. It's it's hot as shit.
0: If you pass me one of those, hey man, hold on now.
1: (laughs) Can I can I warm it up? So I got for you, like I mentioned earlier, you have a chicken burrito. Chicken burrito. I understand at your advanced age, we're gonna stay away from the red meat. Um, So. And you know, I I I'm
0: glad you got it. I know your favorite thing is tube steak, so I appreciate you not nah, bringing that. I don't know what that is. I'm guessing <laughs> some type of reference.
2: I might have to bleep that one out. <laughs> that yeah, <you> exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, mm. And I have a steak quesadilla. Steak so quesadilla. All right. Yeah. Those burritos is like a brick. Well, I'm
2: guessing you're young since you're still eating red meat, huh?
0: That's that's the point, oh, okay. dude. He's talking about high school and 50 Cent or whatever. Yeah. All right. Let's try this. That's mm, good stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: For me, it's about the portions. Do you see the portions? That shit's got weight to it, bro.
0: It so good. Mm-hmm. It would mm-hmm. be nice napkins. I got them. Yeah.
1: I'm kind of a napkin hoarder, though.
0: Mm. I don't know if there's much more to say other than I like your your comfort food. Yeah, which what it is. Delicious. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk outsiders. about
1: outsiders, man. Everyone that goes to outsiders, I'll be there full-time. Mm-hmm. full-time You'll see yeah. me soon. You'll see me soon.
0: Yeah, meet my new intern, Jamal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is this, episodes? We're in the 20s, something like that? Um, I should have well, been an episode. Don't, we, don't,
0: we don't name the episodes or number them when we're doing it. We go okay. figure out. Based on the vibe, of who you put up one after the next. I should have been episode one. Goddamn it! No, Pat no, was I'm sorry. One.
2: Patrick had to be episode number one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Patrick, I, had cause, I mean, that is Pat, he's Patrick. He
0: Although do? I would love to get you and Pat on a show together. I actually want to. I actually want to have Pat here as like that you
2: know, one. That episode should be sponsored by Crown Royale. <laughs> <Isn't> there, uh, <laughs> <Pat's>, <laughs> what's the
1: Pat had a Henny What's the clata. Fuji song? Too many mics or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: too many. Too many. <laughs>
0: I love our Pat back on. But no, we'll do that. We'll set yeah. that up. we we'll am sure you guys up. don't want to watch us eat. Thank you for coming. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. We'll have to get you back on when you have, when you have uh, some more stories to tell us. Yeah, and when yeah. you're willing to tell us some more stories. Yeah, actually,
1: no. The next one's gonna be me and Pat. We gotta okay. set set the date. I'll set it up. The, I need a promo. I need a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> the showdown between me and Pat.
2: I'm gonna put a couch, a couple of chairs, yeah. we'll get some cigars out here. I need it. Oh, I need it. Oh yeah. But <laughs> well, with
0: that background, we get eventually when. There you go. And we're sponsored by Event Combo.
2: I'll
1: have a different type of sponsor, you know, different type of alcohol percentage. All
0: right, (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that. Uh, But anyway, thank you very much. I'm starving, and I'm glad you finally gave me this food. So appreciate appreciate it. Next time we'll have Asian food. (laughs) See you later, guys. I
1: appreciate you having me.